Oh my God, y'all, I'm finna graduate. And I hope y'all come in to my graduation party. It's gonna kind of be like a coming out party. I'm gonna finally tell my parents I'm a hoe. Um, and I'm super excited. Like, I feel like I've reached a evolutionary period in my whole journey where sex for me is super philosophical. Like, some of y'all probably heard me talk about that before. I have this theory that sex is interdisciplinary. Like, it's super philosophical. You can look at it from an artistic standpoint where you just bring it together, all of these different themes and textures and colors, and it's just super magical. Or you could look at it as like a performance, right? I like to look at it as a performance, of course. Like, I love performing on some dick. Like, that's so fun. It's my favorite pastime. Uh, but it's a lot of different ways to think about it. Uh, you might look at, you know, sex is a religion, almost. Like, who doesn't love a good dick worshiper, right? Um, but I say that to say... I am super grateful for where I am in my sexual journey. Like, I really feel like I've gotten to a point of an elevated view when it comes to sex. Because sex is so much more than just like, oh, penetration oral, right? Like, it's all of these different things. And when you bring your personality and all of the knowledge that you have around sex to the bedroom, that's when you have, like, these amazing experiences, right? But in order for you to get to that kind of graduated level of viewing sex that way, you have to really take a step back and look at yourself, look at the people around you, how you interact with people. Because believe it or not, all of that energy influences your sexual energy as well. Like it's all energy. So yeah, this is gonna this is gonna be an interesting episode because we're gonna talk about a lot of different things. There's no specific topic for this episode because it's my graduation episode. It's the last episode of season two. We made it to season the end of season two. This is crazy. Like I feel like season two just started. And we are halfway through the year. It's National Sex Day Week. <laughs> Six nine, my favorite time of the year. That's the second year anniversary of Provocative. I'm literally graduating this weekend as well with my MBA. So this is like a very, a very uh celebratory week for me. Um, I want to celebrate all of the different topics that we talked about this season, all of the different guests that came on and talked they shit. Um, it's a lot going on. So that's what we're going to talk about today. It's your freak hostess, Jody, and you're tuned into Provocative. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. I will marry a nigga awesome dick because everything else we can work on. And I've, I have uh, sporadic periods of excessive masturbation. I really like how that just sounded. If I fuck you once and it's good, I'm gonna keep fucking you. Cause I didn't start sucking dick until college. Blew in that man's butthole. <laughs> that, that shit is wicked. That shit is- I wanna think about like some of my favorite episodes of the season. Because this was this season season two was longer than season one. So 
um, whoever has been kind of tuning in with Provocative for a while, season one was only 13 episodes. Season two is over 20 episodes with some bonus episodes. So I gave y'all a lot of motherfucking content this time around. And I don't I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be the new pattern. I don't know if I'm going to do the same thing with season three. Y'all know how I am. I make up the rules as I go. I do what the fuck I want. So I figure that shit out later. <laughs> but uh, I think my favorite episodes were, hmm, I feel like the threesome episode is going to always be a good one. I love talking about threesomes. I'm, I love being a unicorn. I love talking about threesomes. I love group sex, right? Um, <laughs> but I think another good one is the Coochie Cousins episode. That was super dope having Terry and TJ both on the same episode. That's that that's super dope. I typically don't have... That's the only time I had two guests. Um... Because I had to have two guests with that, right? Because I'm like, okay, cool. What makes a coochie cousin? Um, so I had to have the cousins on. <laughs> um, but uh, hands down, I think the threesome episode, the coochie cousins episode was lit. Uh, my girl Cookie came on for the girl next door episode. It's always a good time with my girl Cookie. Uh. So if y'all ain't listened to the episode, go back. Like these episodes that I'm telling y'all about, go re-listen to this shit because this shit be funny. The episode with Dr. Rachel was dope. That was definitely dope having Dr. Rachel on the show. She's amazing. Um, What else? Shout out to Bottled Up Bitches. That was dope collabing with them. Shout out to... Uh, Nikita, she's a postpartum sex coach. She was super dope. We shared a lot of similar experiences. But I will say, hands down, probably my favorite, favorite, favorite person that I was super excited about having on the show was Jess and Jasmine. I already told y'all on that episode how lit Jess and Jasmine is like from being a therapist to being, you know, co-owner of a porn company to all of the amazing things she does with just her, you know, her work around the world and teachings. Like, I admire her so much. Like, I need to hit her up and see if she could be my mentor because <laughs> I aspire to sell breast milk one day to the kink community because that shit is fucking lit. How many people can say that they did some shit like that? Like, oh, yeah, I be selling my breast milk to the kinky motherfuckers of the world. Like, that shit lit. <laughs> For me, with everything that I've talked about this season... And everything that I've learned about myself this season as well um, on how we view sex is a result of us being conditioned to view sex a certain way. Um, a lot of the, the thoughts we have about sex are not our own. The only time you know that the, your thoughts about sex are 
your own is when you take that moment to reflect and dissect why you feel the way you feel and why you view things the way you view things, right? And if Mm -hmm. you're not doing those exercises and you just have had this one view of the way sex is supposed to be throughout your life, you've never really dissected it or reflected on why you do the things you do, why you feel the way you feel, why you're afraid to explore certain parts of your own pleasure or the pleasure of your partners, then you're kind of stagnant when it comes to your sexual mindset, right? And I think we live in a society where female pleasure has historically has never been prioritized. Like they were burning motherfuckers at the stake calling them a witch if they enjoy sex too much like we have that history right um and it's super unfortunate and we even see it you know we, we continue to see this conditioning throughout you know uh different things on social media that drives the narrative that female pleasure should not be priority, whether it be, oh, you shouldn't be using toys that much or, oh, you know, it it comes through with shaming, right? People are discouraged from exploring their full sexual potential. There aren't too many uh, whorehouses that a woman can go to and be like, oh, it's unlimited dick here. Like, that's not how the world is set up. If someone says strip club, they don't assume like, oh, there are male strippers and I'm going there. There's a lot of more recent phenomenon where women are starting to do stuff like, you know, the dick painting sipping paints where they have a a naked man come and now they painting they painting him or they have like male stripper parties and stuff like that but it's still you know you can't be overly vocal about stuff like that right because now here comes the you know uh the pleasure control police and the the shaming people over 80 percent of women or you know approximately 80 percent of women don't come from penetrative sex alone if you think that a woman's pleasure is tied to you penetrating her you've all you're already losing the end of the day the destination is pleasure right so what does pleasure look like how can we get there um and then me just thinking about the fact that you know national sex day is upon us um, six nine, the second year anniversary of provocative, all the things that I hope to do with the brand, I kind of just wanna, you know, reflect because it's a lot of stuff ending for me right now, right? Like grad school is over, the second season of provocative is over, the two-year anniversary of provocative is technically over. It's like you celebrating it, but it's like, you know, it's the celebration of the end of something, right? So it's the celebration of a conclusion. It's a lot of ending, but in that, you know, the possibility for new beginnings, right? Like, what's next? What's next? I know y'all always wondering what Jody gonna do next. Jody don't even be knowing what she gonna do next. Jody wake up at two o'clock in the morning and be like, "Yep, that's it. That's what I'm gonna do next." Um, but you know what? Now that I think about it, I think that's why uh, I I'm so experimental with sex because I don't want I don't like predictable sex I don't like boring sex I don't like regular sex I don't like that shit at all um that's why I actually don't engage in it often because if you engage in something very often it becomes normal and it becomes mundane so I rather deprive myself something super pleasurable 
And then that way, when I experience it again, it's like a heightened experience, right? Y'all ever, you know, like try a really good food dish or something like that or go to a restaurant and then be like, oh, my God, this shit's so good. But I know if I ate it for a week straight, I wouldn't want to fuck with it. So let me make sure I only eat this shit twice a year. <laughs> and then it's like every every time you experience it, it's so fucking good. Like, because you haven't experienced it in a while. And that's because, and I've said this on the show before, the law of diminishing return is super real. The law of diminishing return is super real. And what that means is that the more you engage in something, the less return you'll get on it. So the very first time, imagine the very first time you did anything. It was probably the the best experience that you had. And then you did it again. You was like, oh, okay. Like, it was still nice, but probably not like, oh, my God, my first time. That's why people glorify the first time they had sex, even though the first time you had sex probably was not all that. It probably wasn't. You probably had to experience the first time with somebody else all over again and that was probably better right but even again think about that like think about the very first time you had like your best sexual experience and then if you had to repeat that shit over and over again would you still get the same gratification probably not right because at that point it's become regular you've gotten used to it so I know with me when it comes to sex I like a bunch of random shit that's why I think I got so many toys in my room. Um, it's actually quite embarrassing. Like, the moment you walk into my room, you be like, what the fuck is this? Why, why, you, got, why you got ropes on your shelf? <laughs> I just be waiting to tie a motherfucker up. I just be having shit on standby. I got a whole fucking inflatable fucking tantra chair underneath my bed just waiting on a motherfucker. Like, I just be having shit just in case, like. I don't know. It might be an emergency and I might ask a nigga to gag me. Gotta have a gag on here. <laughs> um, but again, I think all of this comes with, you know, the more information and the more you know about what it is that you like, the more you just start randomly, you know, acquiring these different things, these different toys. What if this? What if that? I'm a very experimental person when it comes to sex. Because I don't like things going the same way. I've talked about all of the guests we had on season two. Um, I kind of want to give y'all a preview of what's next. So when we get into season three, I want to expand a little bit. So, of course, I love feedback from you guys as to what you're looking for. But I want to get more into sexual health, more into uh, kind of the taboo topics or whatever. Um I want to talk more about um, kinks. So I want to get real specific when it comes to kinks. Like I, I damn near outline every single kink there is and have an episode on it. Like I'm going to really get everything from foot fetishes to rope bunnies and I don't know, maybe you like weird smells during sex. Everything that you could possibly imagine, I want to touch on it. So I want to use season three as a a way to expand on that. Um, I might bring some of y'all favorite guests back. So y'all know I do this shit my way anyway. So I don't even want to hold y'all up too long. 
So, yeah. I just want to say that I'm super grateful for where I am when it comes to provocative, how my views on sex have evolved. I hope that you guys have been able to evolve with me as well. And on that note, we out. Before you go, I want to remind you to embrace your inner hoe. Thank you for tuning in to Provocative. And don't forget to follow us on all streaming platforms. Happy hoeing. P-R-H-O-E-V-O-C-A-T-I-V-E. Spell with the wire hoe because deep down, we all got some hoe in us. And this is your safe space to be unapologetically provocative. Oh, is my ground too masculine? You put the nigga in missionary and yeah. the <laughs>